the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1 and AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, here is Megan Barth of ReaganBabe.com filling in for the great Andrea Kay while she is on vacation. My last day with you, and so we have a great show planned. No need to turn that dial. In the next segment, I'm going to have on a special guest for you all and a good friend of mine named Katie Grimes. She is the editor of the California Globe, and I figure since I'm talking to San Diego and there's a lot of San Diegans listening, we've got to get some insider perspective from an investigative journalist and an editor that has covered California politics for about 20 years or so. So Katie Grimes will join me in this next segment. But let's kick off the show with the grill on the hill. That's what's going to happen tomorrow morning as Robert Mueller uh, takes center stage after... Nearly a three-year-long investigation costing upwards towards $40 million. Jerry Nadler declared yesterday that I shared with you, well, there, you know, it's going to prove that the president is definitely guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. Even though the report didn't say that in the 400 or so pages, uh, there was no evidence to show uh, any high crimes and misdemeanors. But Jerry Nadler is going to continue the political theater in order to create noise to deflect your attention from really what's going on in the world at the border and really how well the economy is doing under President Trump. Anything the, the uh, directors of this political fiasco, this political drama, the producers of this political drama will can do, they will do uh, up until the time of election day. And after Donald Trump wins 2020, because I do believe it is not going to be uh, this close, as they were all saying in the 2016 election, because it's hard to fight against it is hard to fight against a good economy. And I think I mentioned yesterday, and I'll, it's, it's worth repeating, that voters vote uh, two ways. If you look at Pew Research, they vote with their pocketbooks and they vote for a leader who they can trust. And so what the Democrats are trying to do is they can't run against a good economy right now. So your pocketbooks are looking good. Your 401ks are looking good. Uh, so they have to uh, fight against the character of Donald Trump. They have to create the narrative that uh, not only is he a racist or a Russian agent, he's now guilty of crimes that an investigation after three years simply didn't find enough evidence in order to convene a grand jury. And what all of this noise does, of course, is deflect you from the truth. And the truth is, is that this whole Mueller investigation was based on what a legal, I guess you could call it theory is, or saying, uh, which is fruit of the poison tree. It would be similar to if the police went into your house and planted evidence or into your car and planted evidence, and then you were tried for drug trafficking or what have you, uh, and it was found that that evidence was planted. If you were convicted, if you were in the middle of the trial, the whole entire thing would be a sham. It would be thrown out because any related testimony, any related evidence from the original quote-unquote crime scene would be tainted. 
because the evidence was planted. So any witnesses that came forward, anything related to the origination of the investigation and thereby and thereof the investigation uh, would be moot. But yet here we are. And there's a great article in American Greatness, which you can also find on my website, ReaganBabe.com, because everything I talk about all week long, I upload to my website. So you can stay on top of the news, what I'm talking about, and really get a good perspective from a variety of sources outside of the mainstream media. And so there's a great article at American Greatness called, uh, or excuse me, uh, that says something to the effect the Republicans... Uh, don't screw up the Mueller hearing. And that's what I'm kind of waiting for. Because I've always been curious as to why, for example, when many Republicans that may or may not sit on the Judiciary Committee, uh, but some that have, they've come out on Hannity and a variety of different programs across the mainstream media, and they're asked, uh, what question are you going to ask Robert Mueller uh, when, when you face him? Well, why should you give them your questions? It would be like playing poker and turning over your hand before uh, the final card is drawn. Uh, you know, there's no don't give them to tell. Don't show them what you're going to do. Do it. I was saying the same thing on an earlier show today that I was hosting. And I said, for these deportation raids, for example, the deportation raids look like they were an entire huge flop. Uh, they only got about uh, 30 some odd people, which were about uh, 18 or so families. Uh, so about 30 people. Well, maybe if you didn't announce the immigration raids, you then wouldn't have given the people the opportunity to hide uh, from ICE. Uh, but here we are. We have uh, Mueller that we're, we're all kind of hoping. I've received a few phone calls from friends as well as political activists that I know and even family members saying, do you think they're going to screw it up? And I said, well, if history will show us anything, it will show us, yeah, they'll screw it up. But it's really hard to screw it up. I mean, here's the narrative that Jerry Nadler has put forward. Jerry Nadler said that this hearing, uh, after, again, years and millions of dollars spent, uh, is going to finally prove to the American people that there was high crimes and misdemeanors. However, Jerry Nadler also called the DOJ arrogant in giving guidelines to Robert Mueller. Well, guess what? Robert Mueller actually requested those guidelines. And so what we know is that Robert Mueller is going to stay within the confines of his report. Well, his report was very interesting. If you're a layman, you're not going to necessarily read the whole report, of course. Uh, But if you're an expert in law and process, which I don't claim to be, but I've heard plenty of pundits that have come out and plenty of scholars that have come out and said, look, You've got two uh, portions of the report. The first part of the report basically said no, no collusion, no Russian collusion. The second part of the report was much like the Steele dossier. It was a manufactured narrative. It was like, well, if then perhaps maybe so it could have happened. But it is all subjective. There's no place for subjection in bringing charges. You follow the rule of law. And the evid- if the evidence proves that you've broken the law, then you convene a grand jury and then you go forward. That None of that ever happened. And so this five-hour grilling by Mueller, which Trump said he's not even going to watch, I will watch it for you. <laughs> I will probably write about it and be talking about it all week. And I'm sure when Andrea gets back, she will have plenty to say about it too. But what are we really going to learn? I think what we're going to learn is that uh, what we need to be uh, pay attention to uh, is in a debate, for example, in uh, how questions are posed in a trial, right? 
It is not the question that is asked. It is how the question is asked. So now that we know that that Jerry Nadler, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, is is 100 percent certain that we're all going to get new news from the Mueller report in tomorrow's testimony, he will likely what they would call lead the witness. And he will also be looking for, you know, 30 second sound bites, 15 second sound bites that the mainstream media will run with and then craft the narrative that that Mueller said something he never said or evaded a question that was asked to bring more suspicion, uh, not over Mueller, of course, but over the whole Russian collusion narrative. Now, we lived with the Russian collusion narrative for close to three years. And if and we have to understand, too, that Bob Mueller had a wide range of authority, literally no limitations on where he could go, what he could look at, what he could uncover, uh, the types of people he could interview. He had no budget. He had no time limit. He could have taken four years uh, to do this report. But if he's because he had such a wide latitude in where he could go in his investigation, wouldn't you think he would investigate the origins of why he was investigating something? And that would be the Russian dossier, the Steele dossier. So I'm hoping Republicans are going to and and that should be within the confines of the investigation. Now, if the technicality is, well, whatever is in the Mueller report, well, I don't recall the Steele dossier ever being mentioned. In the Mueller report. But again, it's not the question that's asked. It's how the question is asked. And I think that uh, those questions need to get on the record whether whether or not Mueller will answer that. Did you look into the Steele dossier? Did you happen to look at the origins of why this investigation was taking place? And if so, uh, the Russian, excuse me, the dossier was filled with Russian propaganda. That has been determined to be true. The meeting with the Russian hookers that Trump supposedly had, according to the Democrats, never happened. Even the FBI stopped using Christopher Steele as a uh, source because he was not uh, trustworthy, not a good source. But even James Comey said that the, the dossier was unverifiable and salacious. Yet James Comey and plenty of other people signed off on the warrants. The FISA court applications in order to get the warrants to conduct a counterintelligence spy operation. Well, if the information that you're using to secure the warrants for a counterintelligence operation is unverifiable and salacious, then why are you using it? Again, fruit of the poison tree. So will Mueller be asked about FISA? I hope so. Will he be asked about the Steele dossier? I hope so. Because when you file off, when you sign off on these applications to get the uh, FISA warrants to conduct the counterintelligence operation, you are literally signing under a statement that says all information has been verified and is accurate. Well, Comey either plagiarized himself, lied, by signing that document, or he didn't know something he knew when he spoke to the president in 2000, late 2016, early 2017. So there's a lot of questions that could be asked, and we'll see how this five hours plays out. But one thing I touched on with you yesterday, which we couldn't really get into the meat of because it was such a a long um, breaking story, is that the Inspector General Horowitz is supposed to come out in September 
and potentially according to sources, allegedly according to sources, will uncover that Comey put a mole into the White House. And by a mole, I mean spy. And this comes from realclearinvestigations.com. It was published late yesterday. We got into a little bit of it, but there was there's a part of this that I want to share with you uh, under the heading Comey's White House Source. So at the same time Comey was personally scrutinizing the president during meetings in the White House and phone conversations from the FBI, he had an agent inside the White House working on the Russia investigation where he reported back to FBI headquarters about Trump and his aides, according to officials familiar with the matter. The agent, Anthony Ferranti, who specialized in cyber cybercrime, left the White House around the same time Comey was fired and soon joined a security consulting firm where he contracted with BuzzFeed to lead the news site's efforts to verify the Steele dossier in connection with the defamation lawsuit. If if the FBI, James Comey, couldn't verify the dossier, how in the hell is Buzz, BuzzFeed, who's most known for cat videos, going to verify the Steele dossier? Now let's go back to Anthony Ferranti, who was handpicked by James Comey. Anthony Ferranti was placed by James Comey inside the White House to investigate the Russia investigation. I thought that was, or working on the Russia investigation, I thought that was Mueller and his team of 13 or 14 people. And don't you find it curious that Anthony Ferranti just so happened to leave at the same time as James Comey? It goes on to say, in an unprecedented action, Comey created a new FBI reserve position for Ferrante, enabling him to have an ongoing relationship with the agency, retaining his clearance, and enabling him to come back to bureau headquarters. He could come and go as he pleased. That is unbelievable. So in order to conduct the spy operation within the White House, Comey created a special carve-out in order for this mole to stay intact. And guess where this mole went after he left the White House? Not just to a consulting firm, but he also went to CNN. And it's reported that he might have taken classified uh, documents out of the White House. We'll get to this story and more, but first we're going to get some uh, local news, California news with Katie Grimes right after this break. So don't turn that dial. You're listening to Megan Barth filling in for the great Andrea Kay. And we'll return with Katie Grimes of California Globe right after this break. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside, the 
answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. What's in your water? It may not be a shark, but it can taste or smell scary. You can do something about it. Call the experts at Superior Water and get the information on the Waterboy Whole House System so you can enjoy great-tasting, great-feeling water from every tap in your home. Enjoy that silky smooth feeling. Lose the expensive bottled water. Stop schlepping big bags of salt. All that's over. Just get the good stuff. The Waterboy Whole House System from Superior Water. Tell them you want the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy Whole House System. Call 800-WATERBOY. Call them today and get a free estimate and water test. 800-WATERBOY. That's 800-WATERBOY. Or visit SuperiorWater.com. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. This is Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. The Democrat-controlled House of Representatives recently passed legislation to raise the minimum wage from $750 to $15 nationwide. While that might sound good to some, the reality is that such an increase may put up to 3.7 million people out of work, according to the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. Particularly hard hit will be employees at small businesses, which are less likely to have the resources or profits to cover the proposed doubling of the minimum wage. While Democratic lawmakers had an opportunity to exempt the smallest of businesses from their bill, they declined to do so. The proposed increase in the minimum wage may also have the effect of hurting teenagers or those who may just be getting started in the workplace. Increasing the minimum wage may seem like a good idea, but like many of the ideas that progressive politicians are trumpeting, it's likely to do more harm than good. I'm Lon Hee Chen. Alliance Defending Freedom. Protecting Religious Liberty. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. You are listening to the Andrea K show, but this is Megan Barth with ReaganBabe.com in for Andrea yesterday, as well as today. I'll bid you a farewell at the end of the show, but I'm always back on with Andrea. It seems like once every couple weeks we get caught up. Uh, on what the latest news is. And I always go, in order to get caught up on the latest news in California, I always go to the California Globe, and that's californiaglobe.com. Katie Grimes is the editor of the California Globe. She's also a longtime investigative journalist covering the California State Capitol and the co-author of California's War Against Donald Trump, Who Wins, Who Loses. And so it's my pleasure to invite Katie Grimes to the show. Hey, Katie, how are you? 
Hi, Megan. Terrific. How are you doing? Good. We'll have to see each other sooner or later, hopefully sooner. But I know that you're very busy with the California Globe. Uh, Tell us a little bit about it in case people haven't gone there, what they can expect to find, and then actually how successful it's been since you've become editor. The the numbers look really good. I, I can't tell you how happy I am. So California Globe is uh, trying to bring back state house reporting, which is sorely lacking in California. Um, I think local newspapers are probably doing a really good job on, you know, very local cities and towns. And but actual state house reporting from the legislature is just um, it, it's just been devastated in recent years. So that's what we're doing. And you can um, check on California Globe every day. We're covering everything from this amazing. Uh, you know, homeless epidemic in the state. And, you know, as I covered, they're not just homeless, they're drugged up, you know, zombie apocalypse touring our streets to, um, you know, today just published uh, information about the governor's press conference about <laughs> about the DMV. While he was giving a press conference, the DMV's entire system crashed. So it's all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's because of all the illegal aliens you have in your DMV system. It caused the crash. Uh, I know that you guys yeah, have you would to. Think. <laughs> you would think. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, a little bit. I saw an interview with Tom McClintock that you have posted yeah. on California Globe. Tom McClintock is one of my favorite politicians, and I only have maybe one, you could fit them all on one hand. But he is the uh-huh. true definition of a statesman. You don't see many Tom McClintocks anymore. Um, and I have no. to say that I voted for Tom McClintock, and I definitely wanted him over Arnold Schwarzenegger, but there we were. Uh, But nonetheless, Tom McClintock says something in this interview that I thought was very surprising. As you know, I'm a California refugee. I fled four years ago to Nevada. Uh, But I found out from this article you have, um, what McClintock said, or at least you discussed, there were 150,000 Californians leaving every year? Yes. Yes. And thank you, Tom McClintock, for, uh, I mean, we knew there were hundreds of thousands, millions of Californians leaving, but he actually confirmed for me that it's about 150,000 a year. So you were in good company, Megan, because the people who are leaving the state of California are the middle class, the employed, the folks who have a pension or a retirement, and they're looking to be able to afford to live in retirement somewhere without having to completely downsize. Um, yeah, it, this is what we're losing in California, as opposed to the 700,000 folks who were naturalized in California last year. And we know that the bulk of those people are coming from just absolutely impoverished countries. So they're not going to hit the ground running in California. We know that. Right. And then there was also another um, little tidbit uh, that I heard regarding California that even though the Democrats in California or, excuse me, the progressives or Democrat socialists mm-hmm. or whatever the hell they call themselves these days, I understand that um, the, they always say, right, that they have to solve income inequality. That, you know, that there yeah. has to and the only way to solve income inequality, according to what I've seen them say, is to raise the minimum wage. Um, but oh, it, the God. minimum wage, the raise of the minimum wage really does nothing for the homeless problem. And you want to talk about income inequality. If you you have all of the goods, if the Democrat legislature in California had the solution to solving income inequality, we wouldn't, according to uh, San Francisco's numbers, the homeless count went from bad to worse, jumping 30 percent from 2017. Yeah. So in a short two years, you guys in San Francisco have had a spike of 30 percent. 
Have you guys reported on that yeah. or found out where exactly? Is that coming from the refugee populations? I mean, I know that you guys invited about a million more illegal aliens into your system right, in recent years. Yeah. Is, is there any, you know, relation? Well, actually, ironically, Megan, you will notice that when um, uh, immigrants make their way to California, somehow they find housing. So the people living on California streets mm-hmm. are not immigrants or illegal immigrants. No, these are Californians. And frankly, most of them are on the streets because California emptied out its prisons and jails of supposedly saying in air quotes, low level criminals. It was supposed to uh, address the, the, the false drug crime narrative. Um, but those folks were let out of prison. They're criminals now ordered to go to rehabilitation so they're living on our streets and they are multiplying like feral cats or or feral rats uh with an r i I was i was blown away by dr drew who appeared i think on the five the other day and we have been reading about typhus outbreaks in los angeles specifically because of the out-of-control rat population uh, and, of course, what follows rats but bubonic plagues. So the progressives are bringing medieval uh, diseases back, which can claim the lives of thousands of people. Have any public officials, whether it be the mayor, Garcetti, or even the governor, uh, spoke about the typhus outbreak and and the relation to garbage being on the streets of L.A., etc.? Have you guys contacted their office or have they been moot? Uh, They've been moot. They've been contacted by nearly every journalist in this state. I can tell you that Uh, they're not talking about it. And they think that by not talking about it, nobody will notice, except for the fact that, you know, as I've written about these ridiculous point in time counts that the uh, federal government requires in order to, you know, get more money per homeless head which is a backward system, uh, is showing that, you know, Sacramento jumped by 25 percent, San Francisco by 30. L.A. has exponentially jumped. And, um, you know, I've done many, many interviews with Dr. Drew about this. And he asked uh, how many people have to die on the streets of L.A. Because there have already been, you know, somewhere between I think he told me 2000 drug related deaths of the homeless. So how many have to die before Eric Garcetti or Mayor Gavin Newsom seem to care? A governor got Gavin Newsom. What about San Diego? Yeah. I'm assuming that every major city up and down dotting the coast is having the same problems. There's not really a bubble that, you know, is not penetrated specifically when disease as well as homelessness seems to be running rampant without any sort of measures of control being put in place. Exactly. Um, What's interesting is we don't hear much about San Diego anymore, even though San Diego was the first major city to have a hepatitis A outbreak. Right. I'm kind of curious. I don't know if the mayor actually kind of very quietly got to work on it. Uh, I haven't been able to get anybody to confirm this for me. I think they don't want to talk about it either, but I'm not hearing the horror stories out of San Diego that I'm hearing out of LA and I'm experiencing here in Sacramento. And Sacramento, you know, that's where the state capital is. You would think that the legislatures in the state capital are also having to perhaps walk around human feces or at least see what's going on uh, on, in their own backyard uh, when or when they're not in session. Nothing is being done. Are there any bills to propose or any laws that they're looking to enforce or maybe create in order to stem the 
this tide of, of what I would say metastasizing disease and homelessness on, on the streets? Megan, the legislature would have to actually completely put on the ballot a repeal of Proposition 47 and Proposition 57, and the legislature itself would have to repeal Jerry Brown's Assembly Bill 9, which was the prison realignment scheme. It was those three, that trifecta, which gave us this government-created um, medieval nightmare in this state. Well, what's your next? Uh, you, you said um, you, uh, daily you are updating uh, the CaliforniaGlobe.com, and so people can go there oh, for yeah. news around you know around the uh, the capital as well as around the state. Is that correct? Tell everybody where they can exactly. go to to find your work as well as other contributors. It's CaliforniaGlobe.com. You can also find me on Facebook. I'm Katie Grimes, and I'm a K A T Y. I'm on Twitter uh, at Katie Sack Citizen, and I post everything that we uh, write and report. And I've got some really, really good um, freelancers also contributing. Great. And also, um, I would encourage everyone to uh, order your book, uh, California's War Against Donald Trump, Who Wins and Who Loses. It's excellent. Well, I appreciate your time, Katie, and and popping in and giving us kind of a rundown uh, so we can wrap our head around some of this insanity. Thanks, Megan. I appreciate it. Anytime. Talk to you soon. Folks, that was Katie Grimes with CaliforniaGlobe.com. Again, I suggest you go there. I go there to get news on California. She does a great job as editor, and like she says, she has some great freelance reporters. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. Megan Barth, ReaganBabe.com, filling in for Andrea Kay, and we'll be right back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone. Let's take a selfie. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. 
Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Heard weekdays at 9 a.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Elder, Gorka, Schneider, Kay, Horn, Martin, Walsh, and me, Dennis Prager, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. There may be danger lurking behind your house's electrical panel, and you may not even know it. You need to call Romo with ER Electric. Over the two decades ER Electric has been in business, they've seen far too many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards in their electrical panel. You see, over time, corrosion can wear out your panel's components, causing electricity to arc when the circuit becomes overloaded. That means next time you run the microwave and the toaster at the same time, you won't trip the breaker, potentially starting a fire. For a limited time, ER Electric is offering free panel inspection and tune-ups when you mention the word radio. When you call ER Electric, you'll talk to Romo directly, and he'll put you and your family's safety ahead of profits. So call today and give your home a clean bill of health. Call 858-877-8229, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. ER Electric, 858-877-8229. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. You are listening to somebody who tells it like it is, but this isn't Andrea Kay. She'll be back, I believe, next week. This is Megan Barth, ReaganBabe.com. That's Reagan as in Ronald, Babe as in Ruth. ReaganBabe.com. You can check out my website, sign up for my newsletter, and, and read everything that we've been sharing together today. Uh, and before we had gone, Katie Grimes of CaliforniaGlobe.com, I was talking about uh, the Mueller hearing tomorrow, the grill on the hill, as I like to call it. Uh, and as I was... Uh, telling you in the first segment that this is nothing more than political theater. This has nothing to do with trying to uncover the truth. This is everything to try to do to obfuscate the truth, create noise in order to take your eye off the ball. And of course, what happens? Of course, it says in Breitbart, uh, Democrats planning media blitz to accompany Mueller's testimony. So it doesn't matter what Mueller doesn't say or what Mueller does say. The Democrats already have a planned media blitz to roll out. House Democrats are launching an aggressive media campaign on Tuesday to accompany former special counsel 
Robert Mueller's testimony on Capitol Hill regarding his investigation into alleged Russian collusion and obstruction. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office has turned Mueller's 400-plus page report um, uh, into uh, a six-page document highlighting what they consider to be its most damning findings. The six-page document dubbed Exposing the Truth will be distributed Tuesday to Democrat lawmakers to guide their outreach to voters. Ah, yes. So the deceptive, the deceptive tactics continue again. This is what it is. The five hours tomorrow are going to be broken down into six talking points, as Nancy Pelosi has laid out for her lemmings, uh, as well as the voters that want to gobble it up. I mean, don't you think that it's a little odd that after the Mueller report was finally released, that CNN's ratings even tanked further. Brian Stetler tanked 40 percent. Uh, CNN overall, if they weren't in airports, would anybody be watching that network? And MSNBC took a huge hit. Rachel Maddow went from number one to like the zero that she is. But their voters will lap it up. So it says members will go home and have to engage their constituencies on what's next. How do we hold this president accountable? Accountable for what? Winning an election that you lost miserably because you ran a candidate that didn't even, well, she wasn't trustworthy, but she didn't even walk into Wisconsin? So in addition, Pelosi's office is launching a social media blitz and planning to tweet more than 20 quotes from Mueller's report with the hashtag retweet the report. The leadership aide told The Hill that they hope to see more Republicans come out, as has Rep. Rep. Justin Amash, who, by the way, is down 20 points. I'm on Michigan radio every single week. Uh, The guy is tanking faster than the Titanic. Um, And I don't think he's going to have a chance unless, of course, the Democrats vote for him just out of spite. So I think you might see after Mueller potentially some more Amashas come out, maybe not for impeachment, but definitely not being able to walk away from the facts. What facts? 468 pages have been sitting on everyone's desks for as long as they have. And so what they have to do, again, is manufacture the narrative. So you have to hear, I'm looking at this document that Nancy Pelosi, the six talking points that Nancy Pelosi put out. And of course, at the top is exposing the truth. House Democrats act to safeguard our democracy and protect our national security. Okay, first of all, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. That's their first problem. Exposing and combating President Trump's crimes, corruption, and cover-up. Now, people are reading this, and they're going to eat it up. Now, these are the talking points. This is what you're going to hear from the Ted Lewis. Um, they are the key findings of the, the Mueller report. Uh, if we had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. And I will close by reiterating the central allegation of our indictments, that there were multiple systematic efforts to interfere in our election. That allegation deserves the attention of every American. Okay, the, what they're talking about here is the supposed Russian interference. Do you realize that they spent 70000 bucks on the 2016 election? It didn't affect one vote. As a matter of fact, who could impact more votes are the big tech companies that are stifling free speech and using their power in order to protect Democrats and consider themselves the publishers of news and not a neutral platform. So, again, this is the this is the deception campaign. This is the deflection campaign. So what the what the lemmings on the left are now uh, encouraged to say by Nancy Pelosi, that stuttering mess, is the Russian government attacked U.S. elections and Trump and his campaign welcomed and sought Russia's help to win. 
That's not in the report. That's nowhere in the report. That's simply just a talking point. It goes on to say, Russia used information warfare to sow discord in the election and to help candidate Trump. That's not in the report. Not one bit in the the report. Special Counsel Mueller identified extensive improper contacts, over 120 in total, between the Trump campaign and Russia agents that were never reported to the FBI, including the sharing of non-public campaign strategy documents. If Robert Mueller found that, then he would have reported it to be so. If he found that to be criminal, any of those communications, then he would have sought a a grand jury as well as an indictment. Trump used mob-style tactics, ooh, scary, mob-style tactics, to obstruct the Mueller investigation, abuse executive power, and tamper with witnesses. None of that happened, but again, it's the Democrat talking point. They figure if they lie enough and if they lie repeatedly and they repeat the lie over and over again, it will break through to the truth. I don't remember what uh, law that is, but that is an Alinsky rule or Alinsky rule, rather, not a law. Uh, Another point, exposing and combating the Trump administration's corruption and cover up. Well, there was no collusion. There was no obstruction. But now it's going to be corruption and cover up. Uh, So this work includes a focus on legislative reform across three goals, the Democrats say, secure and defend our elections, prevent foreign interference and influence, end the corruption, end the abuse of power, and promote transparency. So uh, you can thank me later, but I basically just gave you all of the talking points that you are going to hear ad nauseum for at least the next 72 hours after Mueller testifies, and likely going all the way in to the 2020 election, because they are going to make something out of nothing in order to continue to break down the trust that the American people use in order to elect a president. Again, they vote with their pocketbooks, and they vote for a leader who they can trust. So if the Democrats can make Trump into this mob tactic, uh, you know, corrupt, abuse of power uh, president, then they might uh, get a couple votes uh, even in Wisconsin. But here, the number two talking point of the of the three that I just read you, um, that they have as far as legislative goals, prevent foreign interference and influence. Now, yesterday I touched on this a little bit, but the the question needs to be asked every time I get behind this mic because the the talking points of the Democrats is is that they're having this Mueller investigation to get to the truth to expose the high crimes and misdemeanors because no person in this country, even the president, is above the law. Okay, so if that's the truth, if that's what the Democrats want us to believe, how is it that illegal aliens are above the law? It seems like the only people that are above the law in this country that the Democrats are willing to protect are illegal aliens. And I think that this open borders platform that not only the squad, but every single Democrat candidate running for president is promoting right now is going to bite them in their rear. And the reason I think it's going to bite them in the rear, this open borders policy, is based on a new poll from Gallup. And that new poll from Gallup tells us that... Uh, Moderate Dems are turned off by the party's open borders agenda. And also Mexico sets murder record and immigration is the biggest concern to American voters. 
So we'll get back to those stories and more right after this break. You're listening to Megan Barth of ReaganBabe.com, filling in for Andrea Kay just until the end of today. But I'm sure we will talk again when she gets back from vacation next week. Uh, Stay tuned. Don't turn that dial. More on how Democrats are turned off by Hardy's Open Borders. If you'd like to call in, 888-344-1170. We'll take your calls in the next segment. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. KCQ San Diego. K241CT Oceanside. The answer. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the DRE 01943736 and NLF Moment 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. The same patio and fireplace design center you've known and trusted for over 30 years has some exciting news. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop is now offering their expertise for your new patio, grill, and outdoor fire pit as well. After the cold, wet winter we've just had spent curled up in front of the fireplace, just imagine finally being able to spend your evenings outdoors, grilling up steaks or roasting marshmallows around your very own fire pit. The Warm Hearth is also an authorized Big Green Egg retailer, the hottest new ceramic Kamado grill. Come check it out and pick up all the must-have accessories for your next cookout with friends and family. So remember, whether you're looking for a gas or wood-burning fireplace, outdoor fire pit or grill, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio has you covered. Give them a call at 619-465-0890 or check out their awesome showroom in La Mesa at the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio, 619-465-0890. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street stocks and higher. Record levels once again in sight as China talks resume next Monday face-to-face. And there appears to be a federal budget deal that is bipartisan and will end pressures here 
and extend beyond 2020. But it's earnings that are a real engine for gain. And up 18% so far, have reported, 78% better than expected. Profits up 3.6% versus 1% predicted. Existing home sales down 1.7% last month. Coca-Cola up 6%. Blowout quarter, positive guidance. Plus, they say, world economics are better than we thought. Also reporting, well, Lockheed, United Tech, Biogen, Kimberly Clock, and Apple to pay a billion for Intel smart chip business. Qualcomm lower on that. Facebook to pay $5 billion in fines over the privacy issue. Alibaba expands and operate here in the United States versus Amazon, while Lockheed Hypersonic Weapons has a $3.5 billion order. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back, San Diego. This is Megan Barth of ReaganBabe.com, filling in for the great Andrea Kay. She'll be back here, I believe, next week from vacation. But I've been so happy to have this mic in her place. So blessed to speak to you last night and tonight. This is our last segment together. Uh, and so I think what we'll, we'll end on here is what I was talking about before we went to the break. And uh, because we've seen a shift now, uh, not only in the Democrat Party as it's been hijacked by socialist, communist, Marxist, radical leftists, uh, which is turning off a lot of moderate Democrats. But you also have to understand as well is that what is a moderate Democrat anymore? Tom Perez, who is the vice chair of the Democrat Party, said if you you are a uh, pro-abortion or excuse me, a pro-life Democrat, uh, get the hell out of the party. And the center of the, the center keeps going more center left. Right. And so we have these radicals that are justice Democrats, they call themselves, rising uh, up in the ranks through the Democrat Party getting elected. I don't know how long they'll be around. They're, they're all junior uh, freshman senators or congresswomen. They were, are referred to as the squad. But they seem to be having a huge influence over the policy of what you would consider a moderate Democrat to be someone like perhaps Joe Biden. Good old moderate Joe. Right. Takes the train to work every day. Just such a you know such a guy for the people yeah please so what joe is realizing as well as some of the other people that are running those that are bashing capital or excuse me bashing socialism were booed off the stage in california i believe that was john hickenlooper another candidate one of the 25 said you know basically socialism is the answer and he gets booed off the stage in california socialism is the answer they democrats believe that socialism is the answer to this next election well part of that socialist philosophy also comes with open borders And when Barack Obama was campaigning and he said, you know, we're four days away from the fundamental transformation of this country, I jumped out of my seat and I said, what does he mean? The fundamental transformation. Of course, no one in the mainstream media asked him about it. They didn't say, what do you mean by that? How do you plan on fundamentally transforming this country? But it got me to thinking, you can't really love something you want to fundamentally transform. It's not like my boyfriend would come up to me and say, hey, baby, you know, I want to get married and I want to spend the rest of your, uh, my life with you, but I need to fundamentally transform you. you know, I tell him to go hit the road. 
So the Democrats, do they really love this country? Because if they really did love this country, would they promise to uh, structurally change it, as Elizabeth Warren says, or fundamentally transform it, as Barack Obama had promised? No. And the fundamental transformation of this country comes through open borders. If anybody knows it best, it is you, San Diego. You are the border town. And so illegal immigration is now a number one concern amongst American voters, according to Gallup. And this is because we've seen such a shift in the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party used to say illegal alien in the same sentence. Now they're saying undocumented American. What in the hell are you talking about, undocumented American? I can't go to Cabo and just plant my American flag and start using all of the services uh, that are reserved or designed for Mexican citizens and saying, hey, uh, folks, yeah, I'm just going to bring like 11 million or 22 million of my pals uh, with me, and we're just going to camp out here uh, and find sanctuary on some beach in Cabo. Don't mind us. We would be thrown out on our ear. And so the American taxpayer, right, the citizens of this country, I don't care if you're a black citizen, a white citizen, a yellow citizen, a Hispanic citizen, even Hispanics are against illegal immigration because at least they went through the process to become legal. And so illegal immigration costs us all. And so as I said at the top of the hour, Americans vote with their pocketbook. Well, our pocketbook is being destroyed by the costs associated with illegal immigration. Whether you look at our school system, whether you look at our hospitals, whether you look at our incarceration rates, uh, whether you look at our entitlement systems, in totality, we can't tell you really how many exactly illegal aliens are living in the shadows, living above the law. But we do know that that cost of illegal immigration is somewhere around $135 billion a year. $135 billion a year. So no wonder, as illegal immigration and the border crisis continues to worsen, we're not seeing moderate Democrats calling for the um, abolishment of ICE. We're actually seeing the inverse of that. Now moderate Democrats, not only are Americans mentioning that immigration is the top problem and has already surpassed the record high, that's all Americans— But what we're also seeing is that moderate Democrats are turned off by the party's open border agenda. Welcome home, folks. If you don't want open borders, believe me, the only people that are talking about sovereignty and protecting our streets and protecting our border are the Republicans, except for Justin Amash, who's now an independent. But the Democrat Party's open borders mass immigration platform for the upcoming 2020 presidential election is turning off moderate Democrat voters. For months now, Democrats running in the presidential primary have largely presented platforms uh, promoting amnesty for all, I don't know, 22 million illegal aliens. They say 11. It's more like 22. Uh, Free health care for illegal aliens. Again, nothing's free. But now if you don't have health care and you're a citizen, you're going to have to pay for somebody who is illegal and has no legal right to be here. And let's not forget that all, including Joe Biden, have even mentioned that they want to decriminalize illegal immigration. So you add all those up and that is an open borders platform. So this agenda, this open borders agenda, has been spearheaded by nearly all 25, including the radical, the the candidates for president, including the radical squad. But the latest NPR at PBS Marist poll finds that a plurality of 47 percent of moderate Democrat voters saying provide providing free health care to illegal aliens is a bad idea. 
as opposed to 43% who say it's a good idea. I have a, I have a, maybe a solution. How about those 43 people that were polled? How about they pay for it? How about we put this up for, well, a vote outside of just at the ballot in November 2020? Those who want to pay for illegal aliens, health care, education, um, let's see, health care, education, incarceration. Here's here's your little box or whatever you can send or, you know, here are your envelopes. You can send some money each month to whatever illegal alien family you'd like to adopt as your own. You know, it's kind of like if you went over and you see those. Uh, commercials, right, of the starving children in Africa, you know, just donate 20, you know, $20 a month to sponsor a child in sub-Sahara Africa, and you can feed him and clothe him and educate him. We should maybe do a program like that for illegal aliens. It should be, it shouldn't be a forced contribution, forced legalized theft. If there are 43% of moderate Democrats who think it's a good idea, pay up or shut up. And for voters who describe themselves as moderates, a majority of 56% called free health care for illegal aliens a bad idea, and about 30% uh, said it was a good idea. So again, those those percentages who think it's a great idea, like I said, pay up or shut up. But I'm going to have to shut up now because that's the end of our show. But again, we'll be talking. I'm going to be on the Andrea Kay show again. I hope, I hope they invite me back. But Andrea Kay will be back uh, next week after vacation. She'll be all rowdy and ready and rested and revived and relaxed. Uh, and she'll bring both punches. You know she can. But I hope uh, I had made your drive a little bit uh, more entertaining. And, uh, again, we'll talk soon. Megan Barth filling in for Andrea Kay. Check out my website, reaganbabe.com. Sign up for my newsletter. And make sure you have a great night and a great week. And until we talk again, stay safe and be well. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.